Hey, lovely people of the internet, it's Noelle. And I'm Devro, and this is the Just Cause Podcast. We are a set of cousins who live 3,289 miles apart. And we are two high schoolers who have a two-year age gap. This podcast, we will cover all topics from our day-to-day lives. New episodes every other week. Listen anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We hope you enjoy. Today's episode is brought to you by Kind Bar. Kind is deeply committed to making food with real, recognizable ingredients. They are unapologetic in their efforts to challenge the status quo, to shift the food industry and empower their community, and our listeners to make better, informed choices about health. Kindness can be a transformative force for good, and that is why we are teaming up with Kind and Podgo to bring our listeners 10% or 15% off for military, teachers, students, first responders, doctors, and nurses. Go to P-O-D-G-O dot co slash kind. That's podgo dot kind, kind bar, creating a kinder and healthier world, one act and one snack at a time. Hey y'all, it's Noelle. And Dev. And today we're back with another Just Cause episode. We are... I know. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. It's so crazy because we had a bonus episode come out on Sunday and it's Wednesday and we already have a new episode. Woo-woo. So it's just like a great week for our listeners. Yes. So today's episode is gonna be all about relationships romantical romantical that is definitely not a word romances <laughs> and <laughs> friendships and everything that has to do with being in a relationship so today we'll start off with some questions just to like a quick intro that Devereaux has and then we'll get going this is audience replies to our stories on Instagram. Yeah. So we'll just so... kind of give our perspective. I have dated one boy and like had some things and I've had lots of friendships. I have not dated anyone. <laughs> um, Which is totally okay. Yeah. I'm, I am only 15. So I'd, yeah. Um, and I have also had lots of friendships. Um, so yeah, so I am going to ask just two listener submitted questions like we do, we switch off between life updates and questions. So that's what we're going to do. And then we'll get into the episode. So the that's first good. question is, what are your morning and night routines? So we did a morning routine was one of our first episodes. And then we just did a night routine recently. But Missy, why don't you just give us a quick little up? Yes. Okay. So quick recap. I get up. I throw some makeup on my face. I brush my teeth, put on deodorant and put on clothes and I head off to school. That's about my morning. My night routine is a little more relaxed, a little bit less strict schedule wise. I usually shower. Um, I do homework. I have family time. I eat food and I just do me time. Um, Yeah. And you, um, mine is my morning routine. I don't think it's really changed since the episode. Basically, I wake up. Well, now I have a dog, so 
I actually don't take the dog out in the morning. Or I don't know why I said that. Wake up and make my bed. Kind of pick up my room a little bit because I find that if you start your more your day with your room picked up, then you don't really have to, and you just put things away as you go. Then there's not really as much of a mess. Um, and then I change some workout clothes, do a quick workout, hop in the shower, take a quick shower, just do my normal like brushing my teeth. I don't know, nothing special. I don't really have like a skincare routine. Um, and then I head upstairs and usually start school. And my night routine, I basically just, um, I don't know. I feel like my night routine kind of starts more later, probably about like seven when I finally come downstairs or eight and after dinner and stuff. Cause as we've talked about before, if you're, if you're an avid listener, you know that my family eats super late, like Europeans. So usually we finish eating around like 7.30 and clean up and stuff. And so I come down to <laughs> around 8, hop in the shower, um, take my dog out right before I go to bed. That's so weird saying that. but <laughs> Yay, dog! <laughs> go to the um, like update. You'll hear all about Miss Sunny. Yes. Yeah, so you should definitely listen to it if you haven't already. Um, so take my dog out, come in, and recently, every night, I've been trying to write in my journal, which I love doing, and sometimes I'll, if I have other things I need to do, I'll do that, but I like ending the night. If I have a book I'm reading, but right now I don't have any books, so I'm just writing my journal. Okay, so our next question is, have you dealt with anxiety or scary thoughts? I don't know if we've answered something similar to this before, um, but I thought it was a good question. So Yes, I do, do like this question. Um, so I do have a lot of anxiety. I even take meds for just anxiety and depression. Um, and the way I deal with it is I focus on breath, um, breathing in, holding, breathing out. You'll see that I just posted an Instagram post that is a quote of it that I have on my screensaver that helps me remind just to slow my breath and breathe. And for me, it's just talking about my anxieties and talking about what's going on to help me process them. Because my worst thing is when I internalize them, it kind of builds up and gets even worse. Yeah, I think my I do also have a lot of anxiety. I don't take any medication for it or whatever because I guess I haven't been like officially diagnosed um but I do think I have social anxiety because that's more when it comes out and I think my biggest thing my two pieces of advice would be don't let people like if you're I don't know like worried about for me it's obviously social situation so if I'm worried about like doing something with a group of people or whatever then if my friends are kind of like oh, don't worry about it. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, everyone has anxiety and we get over it. It's like, it, for me, is a big of a deal because it's not just anxiety. It can be, like, turn into something more serious. And so I think I would just say, like, if you do struggle with anxiety or you think you struggle with anxiety, don't let people tell you, like, it's not that big of a deal because it is a big deal, kind of, if that makes sense. And then I think I agree with Missy on just breathing. The other day, actually, I was going to hang out with my friends, and I was getting super anxious. 
and I just like went into my bathroom and looked in the mirror and you know the line from the health health Mm -hmm. that's like you are strong you are brave or something I literally was just like you're strong you're brave God's with you it's okay um you can face this or whatever and then I I love that yeah so super funny and I never thought I'd be sharing that but you know what it was perfect for everything Okay, so those are our two questions, and now we are going to get into all sorts of advice. So we don't have it divided up between relationships and friendships. It's just kind of whatever um, mixed it's in. what we got. Yeah. So, uh, Missy, why don't you start us off the first question? Okay, the first question is, does age matter? I think this is in relationships specifically, but we can talk about this in friendships, too. Yeah, I feel like it goes both ways, honestly. Yeah. I think for me, um, I don't have too many thoughts as far as relationships go. I think there's a certain, obviously, whatever feels the best for you, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think is the most important thing. But for me, I feel like it kind of starts to get a little awkward when they're maybe like seven or eight years older than you. Um, yeah, well, I feel like that's, that's past your 20s age difference. For me, for friendships, there should be no age limit on friendships, because some of my best friends are younger or older than me. Some of like, you know, sometimes it is more of a mentorship or menteeship. I don't even know how you say (laughs) other words. But, um, but with friendships, it shouldn't limit your, um, your perspective on and having a good friendship yeah oh, rel- I was talking I was talking about relationships with the seven no I know years. but okay. I was going into relationships now um okay. but with relationships I truly think in high school two years t- two and a half years is the max because of maturity levels and then uh-huh. in adult years it does get a little strange around six or eight years. Um, but for me, honestly, I'm not going to judge you if you guys have the same maturity levels. But if there's definitely kind of this feeling like younger, older type thing, then I think it maybe isn't the right relationship to be in. Well, and I think it depends on the reasons, too. Like, if you guys, if you're in a relationship, let's say if you're a freshman and you're in a relationship with a senior, if you guys truly connect and, like, are the same maturity, and, like, then that's good. But if you're in the relationship for the wrong reasons, then mm-hmm. it's not good, you know? Exactly. Um. Okay, our next question is how to cultivate a mutual friendship. This is, I feel like, one of the hardest things to do. But I think it's kind of just – in my experience, it just kind of happens naturally. So if you notice that you're having to try and work harder at the friendship than your other than the person is, then you can talk to them about it and they may change, but there's a good chance, especially middle school, high school, whatever, that they won't change. Mm-hmm. And so then maybe the friendship just isn't there. But if they really value you as a friend, then they're going to work hard to maintain the friendship. And so it's probably not there if they're not working hard. Does that make sense? Yes, I totally agree. For mutual friendships, you one, you can't tell until you're in the friendship. So don't yeah. be afraid to make friends. 
And then two, it's okay to have friends that aren't that mutual. But the ones that you want to cultivate a mutual friendship with is you have to give in or you have to give. And then if you're not giving, getting given back to, ask them like, hey, what is this friendship to you? Have those discussions. And then if it's not giving back to you what you are giving, then it can just be a eh, friend. friend. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Well, and I think also too, I think normalize friends having different groups of friends for different mm. reasons. Yes. Like we, as in high school or middle school, sometimes the maturity is just not there. And you may be mature. Like I feel like I could, well, I don't know. I'll just use this as an example. Uh, some of my friends now, I kind of feel like I have so much fun with them and I think they're amazing people, but I just don't feel like I can really talk with them. So if I feel like I need to talk to something deep, then I'll just like call Missy or something. Mm-hmm. But obviously Missy and I live in different, or Missy's Noel, if you don't know, that's what I call <laughs> Obviously Noel and I live in different states, so we can't be like going out to restaurants and doing all the fun stuff all the time. And so then I have another group of friends that I just, like, can hang out and do fun stuff with. So I think it's totally okay. You don't need to have, like, one friend that can be everything for you, you know? Exactly. And it's okay to have that friendship, too, if you found the right person. Mm -hmm. What we're saying is you don't need either as long as you have things that are filling up your life. Yes. Things. Friends. Not just things. They are friends. (laughs) Yeah, friends. Okay, what's the next question? Okay, how do you know if your feelings for someone is just a crush or something to pursue? <laughs> yes, I actually, you're the one in a relationship, so I need advice on this. <laughs> okay, um, so for me, it's, you have to get to know the person. Um, and you can put limits on a crush and just like you can just talk to them and like if it is just a crush then at least be friends with your crush if it's something you want to pursue then that's a conversation you guys either have together I think there's also such things as like gut feelings or god feelings kind of like where you just like have this greater idea of what's happening so pray about it get some perspective but it's all about who is this person to you what do you want from them like if it's just a crush you'll be like, no, I don't want to date them. No, I don't want to be around them. Like, they're scary. Then go ahead and just have a crush. And then if you want to pursue it, get to know them. Be friends. And then if nothing emerges from the friendship, then you don't have to go further. If something emerges, then date. Like, right now, it's, it's not a time to experiment, let me say, but it's a time to get to know who you really want to be married to. Yeah. I think two things I would say. One would be... Um, that if you have a crush, it's totally okay. Like you don't, or you don't have to pursue a relationship just because you have a crush on someone. Mm-hmm. So if, it's totally fine to just have a crush and think they're cute, and I don't know, stare at them from across the room. But you don't have to like, I don't know, if your friends are like, oh my gosh, you should go talk to them. They're like, you should totally ask them on a date. You don't mm-hmm. have to. They can just be like your yeah. crush. You know? And I feel like friends do this because they want the best for you. And if you say you yeah. like them, they want you to be with them. But it's 
when we mean is like as friends who push other friends to do things it's like we want what's best for you so if you say truly it's just a crush and i don't want to date them then we usually respect you yes yeah okay the next question is what do i do when we're not talking or communication sucks for as far i think they sent this in as far as a relationship but or like dating but this could honestly be friendship too exactly which i think we kind of already covered this on friendship that you'll kind of be able to tell if like the mutual sides aren't there you know Mm -hmm. and like missy said talk to them be like hey is this really important to you and if you if they are kind of like not really in it then they're probably not going to change and so maybe it's time to move on but do you have any other thoughts on it yeah I also think with these types of friendships, um, at least with friendship area, when communication sucks, it's okay to have those friends that are just like eh, friends, like ones that you're not close with, ones that you barely talk to, as long as you are getting filled up by other friends. But if those are your only friends, then I think it's time to start looking for other friends. And then in relationships, I've experienced this, um, when communication sucks, like, you guys can push past that, but communication is the biggest key for a relationship. So, yeah. like for me, when we lived five minutes away from each other, it was okay because we would hang out and, like, talk a lot more when we were in person. But yeah. when we, like, lived farther away from each other, then in communication still sucked. It was not worth my time. It was not worth my energy or my effort. And it was something I needed that he couldn't give me. So, we did end up breaking up over that. But that's okay. In a relationship, communication is key in a friendship, too. And so you, with a boy or a girl, if you're a guy listening to this, those relationships need to be, like, hot or cold. Kind of like you can't have eh relationships. Get out yeah. of them if they're eh. Um, because that's not providing any value to your life. It's just mm-hmm. causing more, like, stress and anxiety. And if they're not working for it, then it's going to be you working for it. Exactly. And so then it's too much work for you if they're not in it fully. Yep. I totally agree. Okay. But I also feel like it's okay. Maybe they're not as much and friendships, but kind of like I was talking about earlier of like, maybe you have a group of friends that you don't really text too much, except just to make plans to like go do something fun. Mm -hmm. And it's not, if you text them, you're like, hey, what should we do? If they're not responding, that's not a mutual friendship. But if they're like, we should do this or whatever. But maybe you send them, like, a question halfway through the week that doesn't relate to doing something and they don't respond. But that's not what you're friends for. You Mm -hmm. know? Does that make sense? Exactly. Okay, what's our next question? Uh, What's the best way to get over heartbreak? Ooh, let's hear it. I would just say (laughs) ice cream and movies. But uh, that's probably that's just in the movies, you know. I want to hear like real life. Um, real life, best way, feel it. You're allowed to feel sad. You're allowed to mourn something that you lost. Um, yeah. You, it's kind of like going through the grieving stages, and every heartbreak is going to be different. Like for me, I just needed to talk to my best friend, and then be mad, and then I got over it fast. But, like, for some people, it is going to be ice creams and crying in movies. For me, I yeah. cried once, was sad for a week, and then started to get over it. And it stopped affecting me. So, like, heartbreak, 
is inevitable just in this world unless you find your perfect person right away and you don't have to date um lucky yeah. you <laughs> but it, it's not as scary as it seems yes it does suck and yes it's a lot of emotions but it does get better and that's the way you get through heartbreak is the hope of a brighter tomorrow yeah I think you maybe said this or something but I just really love I remember loving it but just that you said something like it's fine to feel sad even though I wouldn't want to date him again mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. I just thought that was so, like you can break up with someone or like friendship breakups relationship breakups when something ends it's okay to feel sad and frustrated even if you know you wouldn't revive that friendship mm-hmm. or that relationship yeah like you know they're not good for you you know it's not mutual whatever but it's still okay to feel sad because it's okay. I, <laughs> there's not a reason, but but yeah, like, I yeah, that was super. And like, even if it is heartbreaking and you didn't know the breakup is was gonna happen, it's okay to be sad. Just like that's my thing for getting over heartbreak is realizing every emotion is okay and you need to feel them in order to get over them. Yes, and if, yes. and it's okay to not feel those emotions too because some people are kind of like they're fine yeah okay I think the next or not I think the next one is if someone says they love you and you're thrown off guard is that fishy I think (laughs) I kind of want to say it really depends on the situation because I would kind of say yes if you've if you've been more in a relationship for a long time like, let's say you have a guy best friend, and they're, like, randomly just, like, I love you. Then, like, you know, like, the TikTok, like, um, electric love kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Like, obviously, you kind of know something's going on. But if they say I love you, you're like, wait, what? I don't feel like that's fishy. But let's say you're, like, in, like, you're going on dates with someone or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I actually just. I don't know. I kind of want to retract that opinion. Okay. What well, do you have to say? I I think it shouldn't – it can throw you off guard, and it shouldn't be fishy because, like, when it, it's your first I love you, you don't know what it's going to feel like. Um, and yes. you don't know that you loved someone until you love them. And, like, you know that you felt that way. Um, yeah. And I really can't talk on this because I've never been in love with a guy and I love my friends and the I love you to friends is not as hard as I love you in a romantic stance. Yeah. Yep. So I guess we have no advice. <laughs> I feel like it I feel like it depends on the situation. Yeah, it very much depends. And I just think it shouldn't be fishy unless like it, if it's new, it's gonna be fishy, but if you're truly disgusted by it, then evaluate your relationship. But it can be well. I think if you're, I think if you're surprised, that's not fishy. But thrown off guard is like, wait, what did you just say? You know, and like, I think that's okay too. It's just stop. it base. Give it some time to really think about it, and then if it still throws you off guard and still is making you uncomfortable, then reevaluate your relationship. Like, is if this they- the right relationship for you? You could be one of those people, which I honestly feel like I have a really hard time. I literally, my mom is going to listen to this and talk to me about it afterwards. 
I have a really hard time saying I love you <laughs> to people directly. And we've talked about this. I've talked about this with everyone close in my life, honestly. But it's just really hard for me. So I feel like I'm going to be in a relationship one day and I'm going to be the person that's like in the movies where some of the guys like, I love you. And then they're like, thank you. You know, <laughs> like, oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, thanks. But, yeah, thanks. <laughs> we'll yeah, see. I'll that's probably really be not. the person to say it back, even if I don't mean it, because I feel bad. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> we're on the two scales. Um, yeah. Okay, next question. How avoid talking down yourself down? What I think this Wait. Per- I think this person meant how do you like avoid down talking yourself talking down talking yourself yeah um I think my best piece of advice would just be I mean I think that's kind of comparison right mm-hmm. and I think my best piece of advice would be. Find your source of comparison because, like, I know for a lot of people it's social media, but I don't really compare myself to people on social media. Or, like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or, yeah. For a lot of no, people, it, it is good to, like, if it is social media, watch how much you're being on social media. If it's your friends, um, just kind of like find friends that you feel completely okay to be yourself around. It's okay to have yeah. those friends that you do compare yourself to, but I just, I'm really encouraging people listening to this for friendships, find those friendships that are the perfect friendships, but it's going to take time and you're going to need people in your life. So it's okay to have friends that aren't perfect in the meantime. But, but always be aware for the people that could potentially, like if you have a group of friends, don't close yourself off to new friendships because you could like be like with your group of friends that are like maybe fun but not like ideal and then you're like closing yourself off to the and the perfect friend goes walking by you know Mm -hmm. so just like stay open but have good people in your life and as far as coming back to the question of how to avoid talking down to yourself or whatever talking down I don't know um I would just say, yeah, find your source of comparison. Maybe it's people in real life. Maybe it's people on social media. Maybe it's people in high school, like, high clueless, like, movies or something, uh-huh. you know? Like, um, find it and then try to limit your interactions with that, whatever your comparison uh-huh. is. So if it's social media, limit who you follow. Unfollow the people you're comparing yourself to. You know, if it's high school movies or movies, I don't know. No, yeah, just limit your thing, your source of comparison, and if you can't, work on your self confidence because you should not feel the need to compare yourself to anyone because you are the best version of yourself. Yeah, yep. And you want to grow and uh, change on your own terms, not because you feel like you have to. Mm, Yes, I love that. Okay, next, next question: How to avoid pressure for saying yes versus saying no? And in, like, friendships and I think, yeah, this can go for both. Um, I think for relationship, I feel like, actually, I feel like this is kind of universal advice. For any relationship in your life, if you say no and the people, like, if it's a boyfriend or girlfriend or a friend, if they're, like, confused or like why would you say no like you have to do this if you're getting too much pressure for them 
then they're probably maybe not the best people to have around in your life unless you are the type of person like for me if I say no then you can try and persuade me and change my mind but I will just stick with no see so that's good but not everyone can do that and so get out of those friendships who are going to keep and persuading you and not respecting your no and relationships and I think also you have to set boundaries for yourself before you're even in the situation where you would have to say no you have to know what you want in life so like for friendships if it's them like pressuring you to drink or go to parties know whether you want to do that or not and build up the courage beforehand before you're in the situation to say no that is same with a relationship with a guy like who wants to do things with you and you don't want to go that far then you have to know how far you want to go and build up the confidence to say no. And I feel like part of um, learning, part of learning your boundaries comes from being in the experiences, you know, like maybe you, your friends pressure you to drink and you do drink, you are like, ew, I hate this. I don't want to do it again. And part of it comes from like just previous Mm -hmm. beliefs that you just know before getting into the relationship but I think you can still be aware of things that things that you want to say no I just wouldn't do yeah like if that makes sense like if your friends are like oh come drink with us or whatever if you have this gut feeling like I want to say no to them but I just don't think I can then just don't do know your boundary and know that kind of start being aware of like those friends and kind of Maybe, like, if they're headed down a certain path or whatever, then distancing yourself from them or not going certain places with them or whatever. Because if you know, it is harder for you to say no. Yes, that is very true. And even if you slip up and make mistakes, remember we're all not perfect and we are all forgiven. Um, Yes. Okay, next question. How can I have more self-love and not talk down about myself? We kind of talked about how to not talk down about yourself how can I have more self-love Missy what's your advice um I think that's just learning how to love yourself and even if you can't love the way you look or the way you are start to find small things like if your insecurities are your hips start loving your hips because those are like gonna help you carry children one day at least for female um so find a purpose to love everything about yourself if you don't like your your high kindness, um, find a way to love your kindness. You know, it's like take the negatives and turn them into positives. That will help you start yeah. loving yourself. And I think I would say, um, I don't know if uh, you guys listening have heard the term crowding out as far as like food, which basically it means like if you don't want to eat like dairy and meat, then you just add a bunch of vegetables into your diet. So then it just crowds out the dairy and meat and you end up not eating it. I would kind of say this goes the same with um, have like self-love. So if you like hate, like Missy said, like your thighs or certain things about yourself, then start like reminding yourself or thanking God or whoever you believe in for like, maybe you love your hair. Maybe you love, your style or your compassion for others and then know know those things and so whenever you kind of start to feel self-doubt about like your thighs or your kindness or whatever 
than be like, I know I love my hair and my style and my compassion. And then it'll just crowd out the negative thoughts. Okay. What is the next question? Um, that one's comparison again. Okay. This one. Oh, yeah. Me and my boyfriend are supposed to go on a date. And he takes me to his friend's house instead. What do I do? Ooh. I like these what scenarios. Huh? I like these scenarios. Um, my first question to you is, was it a date or was it a hangout? Um, because if it's a hangout, then you need to clarify that you wanted it to be just the two of you. If it's a date, you need to have a serious conversation with this boy. The fact that he thinks it's okay to do date night at his friend's house. So, date night would be, like, out to dinner, fancy dress kind of vibes. Hangout would be, like, maybe watching a movie and making cookies at home. I mean, those that it can both be dates, but it's, like, is it pre-planned as the two of you okay. specifically yep. for a date? Or is it just, like, you two wanting to spend time to each other so that's a hangout? So, like, I say hanging out is just, like, anytime you guys are together, dates are when you specifically either pre-plan what you guys are going to do or pre-plan that it's just the two of you. Yeah, and I think from how kind of she worded it and stuff, it sounds like she maybe doesn't like his friends as much or whatever. So I feel like if you don't like your boyfriend's friends, then, or you like feel they make you uncomfortable for some reason or whatever, then if your boyfriend's truly the one for you, you should be able to talk to him about it and just be like, hey, I don't love going to your friend's house or this isn't, like, I don't love their vibe or whatever feels wrong to you about the situation. Identify it and then talk to him about it. And if he is the right guy, then he'll understand. Yes, that's okay. very true. And I think the one last thing on that is um, learn to like your, be- your boyfriend's friends or girlfriend's friends. Because that will benefit you, too. So you have someone extra in your corner. Okay, next question. Okay. My, uh, okay, the next one is, I feel like my boyfriend might not be the right guy for me. How do I break up with him nicely? (laughs) Let's hear it from our resident (laughs) gay Um, My biggest advice would be, don't do it over text or call. Tell him face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And, and, think and about, if you can't like, do it, like, face-to-face, FaceTime or Skype or something so you can see yeah. emotions. And also, too, just, like, think about how – do it quick – like, or not quickly. Just do it – like, don't be like, it's not you, it's me. Think about how you would want to be broken up with because there's a chance that that person would want to be broken up the same way. Mm-hmm. And just – be 100% honest say this is not working and these are my reasons why and it's nothing that either of us can fix but I like thanks for a great relationship let's hope to stay I feel like everyone makes the promise to stay friends doesn't really stay friends but you know it's the promise that counts <laughs> it's it's the, the feel yeah um and then it's also just like don't do what I do with guys I've had things with I've only broken up with one guy and we had a really good breakup not a good breakup but like we're fine now but i friend zone guys do not do that do not just say oh i see you better as a friend not wanting to be in a relationship with them anymore give them a valid reason and say that you don't want to be in a relationship don't say you just want to be friends that's like worse i've talked to guys about yeah. this before 
do you think it would be nice to tell them like I don't know what they did wrong sounds bad but be like talk about where it went wrong so they could use that in the future or just let them learn on their own um it depends on the type of guy and the type of breakups. If it needs to be fast and short and sweet, don't do that. But if it's, like, someone you actually grew close to, go ahead and talk it through and have a really good conversation. Yeah, and ultimately, you just want closure for yourself so you can move mm-hmm. on. So whatever is going to give you that closure is the best thing possible. Okay, Moisey, what? Noel, what's our next question? We have two of these. Um One's my boyfriend and I are fighting, and one's my friend and I are fighting. So what do we do in relationships when we're in fighting? Okay, I think when your friend and you are fighting, evaluate why you're fighting. Is it, like, core beliefs, or is it just something small? If it's core beliefs, maybe take a look at the friendship. See if it's value. Talk to your friend And the worst thing you can do, and I've done this before, and it's not the best thing, but the worst thing you can do is just distance yourself and try to forget about that person. Mm -hmm. Because that's not going to give you the closure you need. If you and your friend are fighting, or even if you just, like, kind of know that it's it's not really working out anymore for, like, a friendship or a relationship, talk to them. First, think about why it's not working out. And then talk to them and see why it's not working out. And then end on good terms so it's not, like, super awkward if you happen to see him again and you get the full closure you need. Very true. Um, And this goes for relationships and friendships. For me, my advice is have those messy conversations. Is it a place where you just give up on it and, like, it's not that big of a deal? Is there a place where you agree to disagree or try to find some common ground but, like, know that you guys have, like, some that isn't common or is it yeah. worth getting out of because of the argument? Because arguments are a great tell. And sometimes it's just like a little fiery, a little hot, and then it can blow over. Sometimes it is a big deal. And sometimes it's not worth the relationship or the friendship. And sometimes you just need to get in some perspective and find the common ground. Because it's okay to disagree on some things as long as you can agree on the majority of things. And find out why each other believe what they do. So you can have more of an understanding. And disagreements are okay. Like, they're Mm, natural. Yes. And I have been, there's one friend that I have a good amount of disagreements with. And, like, we'll say some heated pair. Like, sometimes we'll do it over text. Sometimes we'll do it over person or whatever, over the phone. And we'll send some, say some heated things. But then ultimately, we're kind of just like, okay, all and usually they're about like things that we've done, not really about like uh, beliefs or whatever core values. Um, so like, as long as you decide, like, I'll be aware and try to do better on my end, and you be aware and try to do on your end, and they'll ultimately get solved. And if they don't get solved, it means the friendship wasn't yeah. meant to be. Okay, I think we have time for two more questions. So, uh, let's do, how do I know if my friend's toxic and how do I distance myself from her? Uh, what is your advice on this? I want to know. Um, I think it's, you really assess what you need from a friendship. And if you're not getting that, then you, that's when you know you need a distance. 
And that can just be kind of cutting off communication. It can be having a conversation saying, this is what I need. Um, Or it can also, usually if you're not getting what you need from a friendship, either they're going to pursue you a ton because like it's a toxic one-sided type thing, or it's, there were, it's going to naturally naturally distance itself out. If one person is pursuing you a ton, you just need to have an honest conversation and say, hey, it's you're a great person, but I just I can't be in this friendship. Even if it's them, make it on you. you, you know. Yeah. And then it's, it's okay to have distance, and it's okay to have, like, the friend that you see every once in a while, and it's okay to completely end a friendship. Just do it nicely, be honest, and don't try to hide what's going on. Yeah, and I think I would say you're kind of going to know what feels right. Like, you're going to know if the friend's toxic and you need to end it. You're going to know if the argument's bad. You're going to know if you need to break up with your boyfriend. Like, you're kind of going to have a feel. And so just following your heart, so cliche, so cheesy, but true. Following your heart and, like, telling them, I think – the biggest thing I would say is follow your heart. And then if it does need to be ending a friendship, then talk to them about it. So you do have closure because I think that's really important. Okay. Our final question is me and my friend are very different people and have very different interests. So how do I find things we both like to do? It's really important is just to find some common ground because you wouldn't be in the friendship unless you have some common ground. And then also, both try doing each other's interests. Yeah. If one of your friends is super artsy, do some arts stuff with her. If one of them is super sporty, go do some sporty stuff with her. Um, and then there's also very neutral things you can do, like getting food mm-hmm. and watching movies. And even if you guys have different tastes, take turns. If this friendship is meant to be, then you guys can yeah. take turns and swap interests. If it's not meant to be, then it's kind of one of those friends that you can say hi to and have as a friend that is there sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah, I think I would say um, my biggest piece of advice would be be open to what they want to do. And maybe they don't, maybe they like to do more things outside and you kind of like to do things more indoors. We'll find something, even if you know that they like to do something outside, find something like, let's say you love eating food. Get takeout from a restaurant and go eat it at, do a picnic. Because that's hitting outside for them and that's hitting food for you and that's both something you like or whatever. And so like be open to doing things that they want to do, but then also by just putting your ideas out there and putting ideas that you know are kind yep. of a common I totally thing agree. Is really good Those are some really good relationship friendship okay. advice. If you want us to do this again, we can start doing questions at the beginning yes. of episodes. Um and if we have something that we're stumped on, maybe we'll bring our aunts and moms back for another episode because we'll all be together here this yeah. summer, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, if you guys – we always ask um, for – if you guys have any questions for us, like asking, like, I don't know, kind of the ones we answered at the beginning, like what's your morning or night routine or whatever. But if you guys have any advice that you need to do, we would totally be open to doing – maybe advice episodes every few months or answering advice at the beginning of each episode or whatever you want. So also all the next two episodes in February will also be advice. So if you guys have any health, Mm -hmm. fitness, fashion, 
um, self-love advice that you need on, make sure to head to the Just Cause Mm -hmm. podcast on Instagram and give us a DM or we might have a pull up so we can answer that advice. advice. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast. Write Mm -hmm. a review. Give us five stars if you think it's good. Send us constructive criticism. Um, And yeah, have an amazing Wednesday or whenever you're listening to us have an amazing rest of the week.